Good evening, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Societies here to drop another episode of amazing content. The People's General is coming, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to be fantastic. And what does that mean? General Flynn's case is going to be over. It's not official, but we're going to get into exactly what is going to happen with that man, that general, that hero, that true American patriot. So we have him to discuss. We have Joe Biden to discuss because some notes that were declassified from Peter Strzok that have some damning evidence against Obama and Biden. So we got that. We have all the new Q drops again to cover. So much to go over. And of course, when we talk about Killer Cuomo and a whole bunch of other things that Q wants us to be aware of. But as I always like to do, let's hear a word from our sponsor. With this issue that you guys are going to be getting, I've been promoting these guys now for over a month. They are Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh. This is a company that is based out of California. Two beautiful people there that pour their blood, sweat, and tears into this magazine. And it's all independent, all American made. And if you ever guys ever saw Mad Magazine, this is kind of like that, but it's so much better. This is the new magazine that is already out, and this is what you'll be receiving if you subscribe today. As you can tell, there is a big PC with the slash, which means guaranteed, politically correct, uh, correct, free. And as you guys can see down here, some of the some of the topics are stars in quarantine. So I'm going to show you right now, just kind of give an idea of what this magazine's about. And these are just here's one right here, Michael Rapaport, who I cannot stand. I actually hate this man because of his opinions and how disgusting he is. So we have Michael Rapaport here says, "Please do not feed the imbecile." I absolutely love it. And there's more than that. We have J.J. Abrams. Also on here from Biocontainment Pod. And again, this is what you're going to be getting with this magazine. It is clean humor, it's satire, and it's absolutely hilarious. It's something you can keep on a shelf for decades to come. Something you can show your kids, your grandkids, and it's something kids can actually read. And again, it's for the entire family. And the best part about all this, ladies and gentlemen, is that it's only $20 for a subscription for one year. You get one magazine per quarter, so that's $5 a magazine. You cannot beat that price. And if you don't want the, uh, the $20 subscription, it's okay. You can do, you can also do a $5 single copy of that magazine as well. This is all through flipcitymag.com. Again, the subscriptions are here. This is America's Last Laugh. And again, they have been a big sponsor of Woke Society. So remember, when you support my sponsor, you support this channel. So go there in the description below. That's again, flipcitymag.com. America's Last Laugh. Beautiful. So as you guys can also see, you guys can see a Parler emblem on my main screen here. Go to Parler. I have an account there. It's already blowing up. There's a big transition that seems to be happening right now. That doesn't mean I'm hopping off of Twitter and doing Parler full-time. The battlefield's on the main social media platforms that we all know. Parler is a backup account, so go there as well. So where do we want to begin? I want to begin here with the news of General Flynn, the general, the people's general that is coming. And we're going to get into that Q drop as well. But first, we have undercover Huber saying, Rick granted case dismissed at General Flynn. And this is a letter here from the United States Court of Appeal to Judge Sullivan. Upon consideration of the emergency petition for a writ of mandamus, the responses thereto and in the reply, the briefs of Amici Curry in support of the parties and the argument by counsel it is. Order that Flynn's petition for writ of mandamus be granted in part. The district court is directed to grant the government's Rule 48A motion to dismiss and the district court's order appointing an amicus is hereby vacated as moot in accordance with the opinion of the court filed here in the date. So this is right. This is it right here, ladies and gentlemen. They are telling 
Judge Sullivan to drop the case. It is no longer necessary. There's too much evidence now. If he continues, if Sullivan continues now to push this case, he is only going to be digging himself in deeper and he's only going to look, look more suspect than he already is. But the coolest part about all this is that we actually got to hear from General Flynn yesterday. He was on with Rush Limbaugh. I'm going to play you a clip here from that, and I want you guys to listen to what he says. This is the man, General Flynn himself, speaking about what's going on with his current situation. Take a listen. I just wanted to just get my two cents in with you today and, uh, and tell you uh, that we think about you often and we pray for you and that we uh, are so happy with the decision, not only for, uh, for our family but for our country. Uh, General Flynn, thank you so much. I can't. I, I'm still a little stunned here that that it's uh, that, I'm, that I'm talking to you. Have you signed anything? Is this really over, or is it just we just assume it's going to be? No, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's not it's not over. And it, <laughs> some of your listeners have been talking about it today. You know, it it never ends. You know, the struggle for this country will right. never end. It, you know, you know this, Rush. You know this, and this is a you know we're we're a country that's an experiment based on. Some great ideas from some some terrific, you know, founding, you know, citizens of our country. So it, it's never over. I do not expect it to be over. Uh, you know, this is another. This is a phase that has ended, and we will go into another phase. But uh, you know, I'm I'm from uh, I'm from good Irish stock. You know, so uh, my family has uh, has really stuck stuck with us and uh, behind us. And I think a, a lot of Americans have seen that. And, uh, and then people like yourselves, leaders like yourselves, have stepped up to the plate to, to, to guide the American people through what has happened. What has and you guys heard it from the man. Now, he goes on for another four or five minutes. I don't have time to show the entire clip, but why is this such a big deal? He said this is one phase that's over and another one that's going to start right now. Who is this really bad for? Well, guess what? Take a watch at Joe Biden's video here that we, it's absolutely hilarious. We're going to play this video and then it's, I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. But we, this is going to be an image of the notes we're going to be talking about in this episode. Peter Strzok's own notes. And remember when Biden said he had no idea that even that General Flynn was even being looked at, investigated, prosecuted? Watch this little tiny video and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. I, I was never a part or had any knowledge of any in criminal investigation into Flynn while I was in office, period. Not one single time. Look at this photograph. Somebody who makes me laugh. I was never a part. Obama and Joe Biden are so screwed. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through Project Looking Glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh boy. So you guys saw the video, you saw the little picture there. 
it's going to get hot for Joe Biden, Obama and company. So it's just, guys, be encouraged today. Be encouraged. We have so much good news to report on today. It's usually so, it's always negative things lately, especially with everything going on in the world, but it's getting better. It's getting better. So let's get into this, shall we? Let's see what we got here. So what I want to do here, I want to kind of stay with General Flynn just for another minute. I have a tweet here from Methods who got a perfect sound clip um, when General Flynn also went on Sean Handy as well, talking about how we are the digital soldiers and there are, we have to keep pushing. We have to keep fighting. We need more We need more patriots. So I wanted to stay on that topic and then we're going to get into the whole mess of what is coming out now with the struck, struck notes and a bunch of other topics we have today. So let's take a listen to this. This is really good. This should encourage all of you to keep doing what we're doing. And I've, I've watched you fight, not just for Mike Flynn, but for, for our country. And I want to thank your listeners because it's, they're the people in this country that are going to make this country continue to be a great country. It's not, you know, I mean, there are guys like you and I that are, that are there and we mix it up in different ways in our different fields, but it's really the American public that has to continue to step up and, and believe in, you know, like I say, if you want to breathe the fresh air of liberty, you've got to fight, you've got to give up, you know, you've got to sacrifice, and you've got to have the courage and the resolve to do that. So I just want to say thank you very, very much for, uh, for all that you've done for my family and I. That is the man himself, ladies and gentlemen. That is General Flynn saying there are there has to be patriots out there, not just the main players that he is. We have to step up and also take a lot of this load, which is exactly what this channel is doing, and all my friends' channels are also doing as well. We are trying to be the spearhead, the tip of the spear to cut through the BS that is thrown at us on a daily basis from the mainstream media. And that right there, guys, sounds like a man that I can stand behind and fully trust that he will have our best interests in place. And I can almost guarantee you, and you guys will see with the Q post uh, later in the show, that this man is going to be with Trump again. And his work is not done. Because remember, he knows where all the bodies are buried. He was wrapped up in all this. He had to keep his mouth shut because of his case. But when the chains come off, when this case is a Officially dismissed, which is going to be, he is going to unleash hell and he's going to be an extremely valuable asset to the Trump administration. So speaking of the Trump administration, this is a perfect transition here. Big win for them today. This is also a terrible loss for the Democrats. As you guys are going to see here, a big portion of their voters are going to be be deported, fast-track deported, and it's not good for them at all. Take a look at this from Zero Hedge. Supreme Court grants Trump administration fast-track deportations without legal recourse. Now, look at this. The Supreme Court handed the Trump administration a big victory on Thursday, allowing for the expedited deportation of some asylum seekers who won't be allowed to argue their case to a federal judge. In a 7-2 ruling written by Justice Alito and including Brer and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and majority immigrants who fail, their initial asylum screenings will be eligible for expedited removal, according to AP. The ruling comes in the case of Sri Lankan man who slipped into the U.S. from Mexico. He was quickly arrested but was unable to convince immigration officials that he would face danger if forced to return. The high court reversed a lower court ruling in favor of the man, 
I'm not even going to try to announce, pronounce that one, who was placed in expedited removal proceedings that prohibit people who fail initial reviews, interviews from asking federal courts for much help. Since 2004, immigration officials have targeted for quick deportation undocumented immigrants who are picked up within 100 miles of the U.S. border and within 14 days of entering the country. The Trump administration is seeking to expand that authority so that people detained anywhere in the U.S. in up to two years after they get here could be quickly deported. The Trump administration has long argued that the immigration system is rife with abuse and inundated with claims that have no merit. This was reinforced by Thursday's ruling, which notes that in 2019, a grant of asylum followed a finding of credible fear that just 15% of the time. And this is huge because for a very long time, a very long time, our immigration customs borders has been completely compromised. There was no wall. People were literally coming in here by the droves and nobody was stopping them. And a majority of these people as we're seeing, are criminals, child traffickers, human traffickers, gun smugglers, drug smugglers, whatever you could possibly think, this is what was going on. And now we're seeing an administration actually take some action and getting rid of these people. If they fail their asylum interview, who come back as criminals or just not good people in general, they are getting expedited and it's not clogging up the system anymore. And they are going back to where they came from. And we know this is a huge blow for the Dems because these are the types of people that they pander to. They do it all the time. They've been doing it for decades. And now Trump is putting a halt to that. And the Supreme Court had his back on it. Huge win for the administration. And this is what I'm saying. When that DACA thing came out last week, everyone was a little upset that it didn't go through. But again, all they have to do, the Trump administration, is redo it, put it in, and they will also get that win. There is many wins coming, uh, people, and it's going to get even better from here. Now, I want to transition to something I wasn't expecting to talk about. And we also are going to be talking some UFOs before the Q drops today because it's something that I cannot ignore anymore, something that we have to discuss because it's creeping into the mainstream media and we have to stay ahead of it. But before we even get into any of that, there was a new indictment or charges brought against Julian Assange. And I just want to cover this briefly so you guys can stay updated on it. This is directly from the United States Department of Justice. A federal grand jury returned a second superseding indictment today charging Julian Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, with offenses that relate to Assange's alleged role in one of the largest compromises of classified information in the history of the United States. And we all know it was the WikiLeaks uh, email, email drop. The new indictment does not add additional counts. The prior 18-count superseding indictments returned against Assange in May 2019. It does, however, broaden the scope of the conspiracy surrounding alleged computer intrusions with which Assange was previously charged. According to the charging document, Assange and others at WikiLeaks recruited and agreed with hackers to commit computer intrusions to benefit WikiLeaks. Since the early days of WikiLeaks, Assange has spoken at hacking conferences to tout his own history as a famous teenage hacker in Australia and to encourage others to hack to obtain information for WikiLeaks. In 2009, for instance, Assange told the Hacking at Random conference that WikiLeaks had obtained non-public documents from the Congressional Research Service by exploiting a small vulnerability inside the document distribution system of the United States Congress and then asserted that this is what any of you would have found if you were actually looking. Now, there, the, the uh, I guess, what, what can you say? The case on Assange is still out there. Obviously still out there. And from talking to a lot of my friends, colleagues on Assange, there is some split um, thinking of, of if he's a white hat, black hat, whatever you want to call him. Um, 
But again, I just wanted to bring this up because this doesn't talk about any new indictments that are being added. It's just saying it's just broadening the scope of the investigation into Assange and what happened with WikiLeaks. And my whole thing with Assange is I still believe Assange is going to be what they call the Trump card. And this man knows probably a ton of dirt on deep state actors. And we also know that he knows exactly who the leak was of the emails. And we know it wasn't Russia. That man was called Seth Rich. We all know his story. The man, the patriot that knew something was going on with the DNC and felt it was felt it, it was it was the right time to expose them. And we know Seth Rich gave those emails to Julian Assange, which ended up coming out on the WikiLeaks page, the notorious WikiLeaks email drop. So can he use that as leverage with the Trump team, with Barr, to get himself out of any kind of trouble by saying, listen, we know the Russians didn't do this, and we know you were fighting this narrative as well. I have proof that this came from Seth Rich. Will you work out a deal with me? I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be able to work out a deal with Assange and put the final nail in the coffin into this deep state narrative of Russia and anyone that's implemented pushing this. I think it. I think that's what's going to happen. That's my own opinion. There's no sauce for that. That is just, again, my solid opinion of what I think is going to happen. So it's something to keep an eye on out. I don't know when his uh, trial is for extradition to come over here because he's still in the UK, but we'll have to see what happens. But it's something definitely to keep an eye on out. Now, again, transitioning here to something completely different, we're going to Minnesota. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is what we were fearing, and Q has brought this up many times. And I'm not going to say the a particular group for the algorithm, so you'll know what I'm talking about. Minnesota State Representative Antifa and Muslim groups plan to police Minneapolis under Muslim rule. Now, this came out just, to, uh, just yesterday. Remember, Minneapolis is disbanding their police and they're putting in community police. Look at what they're trying to make this community policing. Look who they're trying to, as the new force, you're going to see who is running it. As the city of Minneapolis moves to dismantle its police force, Minnesota State Representative Steve Green on Tuesday stated, the obvious that virtually everyone else has been tiptoeing around and pretending isn't there. What you're looking at, in my humble opinion, is communism moving into Minneapolis and St. Paul, and not just communism, but the leftist slash Islamic alliance. Green asserted that Antifa and Muslim organizations plan to police Minneapolis under Muslim rule. Those who scoff at such a notion simply aren't paying attention to recent developments. This is crazy, but Q has told us there is connections to the Muslim Brothers and their organization and Antifa, and they've been pointing this out for a long time now. The Minneapolis City Council voted two weeks ago to abolish the city's police force. It plans beyond that have so far been sketchy, but something is going to have to be put in place as an alternative to the police. The New York Times noted that many have called for relying more on self-policing by the community in the way attendees often do at events like music festivals with the police stepping in only when a true emergency arises. Some cited as an example how in the days after the killing of Mr. Floyd, teams made up of dozens of members of the American Indian Movement patrolled streets and directed traffic in the Little Earth housing community in Minneapolis. If members of the local community end up policing Minneapolis, what might that look like? Well, this is what it looks like, guys. Back in 2016, a series of Minneapolis Muslims and Man on the Street interviews stated, matter-of-factly, that they preferred Islamic law over American law. And this is the huge red flag. We have seen Shiera patrols in Germany, Britain, and even New York City where the Muslim community patrol is decked out in uniforms that strongly resemble New York Police Department uniforms and drive cars carefully designed to look like NYPD cars to enforce fundamentals 
of the Sharia. Now, this this is ultimately, ladies and gentlemen, this is ultimately the end game. This is an, this is an infiltration from the begin, from the uh, inside out, and this is why I was saying Antifa they're a cancer, and they're gutting us from the inside out. They are attempting to, but it's not, but it's going to fail. But this is what this is the scary part. You have the Muslim brothers here establishing their own police force, and they are agreeing that they do. What if they just decide to say? We do not recognize American law here, but Sharia law, and they only enforce the Sharia law. What's going to happen if this continues to spread and continues this little movement that they're trying to get going here? What is this going to turn into? This is slowly removing the identity of our country, patriots. This is what this is looking like, and we're seeing just a small sample in Minneapolis right now of what this can turn into. And this is ultimately the end game. For the left at this moment, the extreme left, this is what they want. They want to erase our history and change our country to something that is not what it was meant to be. And it's very scary to see this starting to take place. But there is some good news. We're all keeping up with Chaz and Chop, whatever the hell you want to call it. Everyone's been waiting for Trump to drop the hammer and see what he does. But again, I'm assuming he is letting this get worse and worse by the day. And he wants people to see just how bad it can get. And the only way it's going to happen for for Seattle to rise up and change this and get these people out is if the people themselves, these businesses, people that are in this community are going to cry out to their state governor and see what's going on. And today, today we got some great news. This dropped only a couple hours ago. This is from Preston Phillips on Twitter. Developing more than a dozen businesses inside Chop Zone on Seattle's Capitol Hill file 56-page class action lawsuit against the city of Seattle. They're seeking unspecified damages to be be determined at trial. And as you guys can see here, this is a 56-page document. And this is just some screenshots of that lawsuit. And finally, the business owners that are occupied in this area, this autonomous zone, are getting sick of what's going on. And we knew this was coming. This is why I believe POTUS is waiting because... This problem most likely is going to solve itself, and this this governor is going to completely oust himself and show his people what he's really all about, that he does not care about any of these businesses in this area of Seattle. Again, the mayor called this the summer of love, so just remember that. But this is some good news finally, because not only that, we're seeing some more videos coming out of Chaz of people that are just sick and tired of what's going on there and that people have had enough. I'm going to play a video here. Get a good laugh out of it because this is exactly what we were expecting to happen. This dude is done. This is what they want. Who gives a fuck? All they're trying to do right now is reduce their fucking white That's why they're fucking. You got two African-American men arguing amongst each other. This guy said, I'm on your family. I'm on your side. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. All right. Over it. 
and no one's stopping him. He does not care. Yep. Big middle fingers out there. He's out. It's it's great. It's great to see. It's great to see. And it's just, it's funny because how long are they going to keep this act up? How long are they going to keep this going? They know they cannot sustain themselves for months and years at a time. They're, it's not going to happen. It's not going to be allowed to happen. Worst case scenario, Trump's going to go in there and, and end this in under an hour, like he said at the rally. But I don't think it's I don't think it's going to take that. But you're seeing this implosion happening, and we're getting more reports every single day that this stuff is happening, and people are really waking up and be like, "This is this is not what we want. This is not the country we want." And it's so great to see them absolutely implode. And just to give some more context of what is going on, because Black Lives Matter and Antifa are all in those all in those zones. They're trying to you know. They're all over the country trying to get this movement of theirs going. But Trump drops a tweet here that I'm surprised Twitter didn't even uh, censor, but it's still there. Donald Trump tweeted, Black Lives Matter leader states, if U.S. doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it. This is treason, sedition, and insurrection. And they are getting bolder by the day, ladies and gentlemen. And you can definitely tell they are not hiding what they are really about now. When again, I'm reading a quote here. This is from their leader. If U.S. doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it. And to me, that is a threat to anyone that is a true American here that values our country, our principles, our Constitution, our Bill of Rights. They want to replace that and burn that system down. That should be a wake-up call to everybody out there if they had any second uh, thoughts as to who this group's all about and what their main mission is. And it's just going to get worse here. It's just going to get worse. Hopefully, hopefully, I mean, we'll see. We have, we have some time until the election, but we'll have to see how this plays out. But now you guys know for beyond a shadow of a doubt what this group's about. And yes, so let's go here real quick. I want you guys to see the Project Veritas. They came out again with more videos of insiders talking to Facebook and you guys are going to get blown away. I'm going to, I have two clips here from Project Veritas because the topic of censorship and what Barr is going to be handing down is in the media again today, and I have to play because, you guys, this is even worse than the videos I showed in my live stream on Tuesday. This is Project Veritas again saying, due diligence, this is, this is Leslie Brown. She's a senior HR business partner at Facebook. Her quote here says, due diligence, right, because he's a white man. You can't do it that easily if there are other issues. No one has the white man's back anymore. And she is being, remember, she does not know she's being uh, filmed. So this is a completely honest opinion of what's going on. And she just lets it all out. They were able to fire him without having to worry about discrimination. Due diligence, right, right. No, well, I, I, yes, no, well, no, because it's a white James man. Yeah, yeah, white man, so no problem. You can't do it that easily if there are other issues. Oh, it's it's easier when they're... White men. Okay. Yeah, no protected class. No one's, yeah, no one's, no one's, yeah. No one has the white men's back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying because he's a white male. Uh, there was, there's more that if he leverage. chose to sue the company, that uh, uh, most attorneys would just laugh. Most attorneys would just laugh because he's white. Look at that, and she has, she's not even, she's not even hesitating when she answers. So she know what she's speaking on is the truth because she sees it. She's an HR business partner, and the funny thing is, I believe this woman was in another Project Veritas video for a different employer. I don't know exactly who, but here she is again. 
transitioning to different companies, I guess it doesn't matter really what social media company is because they all have the same agenda that we can see. And there's even a worse one here. This is again from the same, this is from the different whistleblower that came out today from James O'Keefe talking about breaking Facebook insider, real Ryan Hartwig explains how hate speech was allowed if it was intended to raise awareness for pride slash LGBTQ. Watch this one. So we were talking about this LGBTQ slide. Talk to me about what we're looking at here. It's every every summer there's a there's Pride Month. <clears throat> so this first came to my attention in the summer of 2018. But this basically says straight out, hey, we're making the exception for our policy to favor the um, LGBT community. So basically, it's okay to call straight white males filth um, if in the context of for not supporting the LGBT. Hate speech is allowed if it's quote intended to raise awareness for Pride. LGBTQ. So hate speech is allowed in some cases, but apparently not others? Correct. So we were talking that about this. That is correct, he says. That is correct. So hate speech is, they are altering their own version of hate speech, and that's what we're seeing right now. Now, if you're white and you, and you, and you speak out against this, or even just say you don't support, you are automatically able to racist, and you're just canceled. And they, big tech is, is, is paving their own way and they're telling America, this is how you are supposed to think. This is how you're supposed to engage in our platforms. And if you do not agree, we will cancel you. And this is exactly the cancel culture where, where it's originating from. And it's still going on to this very day. And now there's no doubt, no doubt that this is going on. We knew it was going on. We could feel it. We could see it. But now that we have solid proof and more of this is coming out, I just cannot wait to see more hearings of these asshole CEOs Mark Zuckerberg, Jack, spitting in the faces and completely lying to the public when they go up and speak, saying that these are fair platforms and the moment they leave out that door, practices like this are happening literally all day, every day, and it's disgusting. So what's the response to this? Well, we have my man Methods here again with another amazing clip. This is AJ Barr. I believe this was yesterday or today. I'm not sure. But he's answering questions in an interview about what's to come for big tech. Let's take a watch and see what he says. What are we going to do about abuses at big technology companies? Well, there's sort of a couple of uh, lines being pursued. Uh, uh, we, you know, we have uh, antitrust investigation of all the major Internet platforms or most of the major internet platforms and that's very much underway i expect to be making decisions in the next few weeks about uh actions on that and there he says it right there we plan on making a few big decisions on how to implement these changes and i don't know exactly what those changes are the full youtube interview is there he's also what ted cruz who's been a huge proponent for the censor the ending the censorship because Q has mentioned Cruz as well being wrapped up in all these investigations. And you know, any conservative, any uh, any Republican was targeted here. And we're going to be hearing some changes, hopefully, in the next few weeks. And guys, if we get on the even playing field in this, in this realm that we live in, our internet voices, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, there is no way. They already can't stop us now. And you're going to see in the Q drops in a moment how big this movement has grown since 2018 and when the chains are actually taken off man the world is going to know truly how strong this movement is and how big of a collective voice that we can accumulate and show the world what we're made of so big exciting things big things to come and it's exciting for people like me the creators and channels it should be exciting for anybody that has an online voice even you smaller accounts out there we see you we promote you 
We're all here for you as well. You matter just as much as any big account out there. So get excited because things are changing and it's going to be a great time. Now, I'm going to be talking about something that I've been wanting to talk to for about for a while. And today it cannot be ignored. Aliens and UFOs are coming into the mainstream at an unprecedented level, even more than it was last year. I did a ton of stuff on, on projects like uh, Project Looking Glass, um, Bluebeam, and a bunch of others. And because it's an election year, there's so much stuff going on with COVID. This, this kind of just took over. COVID and the riots took over everything. And because, again, it's a presidential election year, you know, we got to talk a lot of politics. But that's just how it is. But today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about aliens because there is some stuff we just got to go over here. And this is an article here from ExoPolitics from Michael, Michael Sala, Dr. Michael Sala, saying the U.S. Congress asked for UFO report from Intel community in 180 days. I'm going to read after I read this, we're going to talk about why this is important. The U.S. Senate Select Committee for Intelligence has just approved a bill that includes a request for the intelligence community to write up comprehensive report on unidentified aerial phenomena or UAPs, a.k.a. UFOs in 180 days. Most importantly, the report will be unclassified, meaning that its findings are intended to be released to the general public. The eventual intelligence community report is intended to be a comprehensive interagency breakdown and analysis of what's behind the UAP phenomena. Will the report turn out to be the official disclosure announcement that UFO activists have been working towards for decades or will it become a limited hangout to hide the truth? In the comment portions of the proposed Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2021, there is a section titled Advanced Aerial Threats, which begins by asserting the committee's concerns that no unified reporting mechanism exists for UAPs, UFOs, given the potential threat they pose to U.S. national security. The committee supports the official supports the efforts of the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force at the Office of Naval Intelligence to standardize collection and reporting on unidentified aerial phenomena. Any links they have to adversarial foreign governments and the threat they pose to U.S. military assets and installations. However, the committee remains concerned that there is no unified, comprehensive process within the federal government for collecting and analyzing intelligence or on an, on an, oh my gosh, on, on, and, uh, oh my God, aerial phenomena, despite the potential threat getting tongue tied here. The bill goes on to propose that the director of national intelligence oversees the, de- the development of the comprehensive report. And it goes into more of what Ratcliffe is expecting of this committee. And they want a full report in 180 days. And there is a whole laundry list of things they are looking for. And the article goes into China and their secret space programs and all these other things that we just don't have time to go over today. But I want to just get this out there because I'm seeing more and more of the same video, the Tic Tac shape uh, UFO that they, everyone keeps talking about. The mainstream media, including Fox, is putting out the same video. I just want to put it out there and get and just put this to bed. A lot of what we're seeing out there now is probably ours, our ships, man-made ships, and they could be theirs. When I say theirs, I'm talking about extraterrestrials, aliens. I do believe they real, they are real, and they do exist, and they've been here for a very long time. And I do believe my humble opinion is that they are waiting for us to get our shit together, and then. Hopefully, maybe they can reveal themselves and and reveal the relationships they've had with our governments and other governments for decades. And that's my two cents on it. What I want to talk about and warn everybody is what's going out there in the mainstream media is to be weary of what they're reporting on. There are gatekeepers right now trying to trap everyone in the UFO movement to believe their narrative. And I'm talking about the Tom DeLonge history channel that's uh, linked up with John Podesta and all these other actors that we know are uh, completely corrupt. 
So just be weary of what you're following here because can you just see down the road replacing COVID with UFO alien invasion to where we are on lockdown and these beings that I know for a fact, myself personally, some of them, a lot of them are good and have our best interests. And I know that sounds crazy and I know I haven't talked aliens in a very long time on this channel, but that is my opinion. They're going to paint this as UFO, these these beings are, are enemies. We need to stay inside. We need to let the government handle this. Everyone knows about Project Bluebeam and their fake alien invasion. I am one of those people that believes that is going to happen down the road at some point because what else can the deep state come up with after this whole entire COVID crisis has completely just backfired on them? So something to keep an eye out. And even Sarah Carter herself is moving and reporting on this. And I just wanted to point that out there that it's out there, it's being shown, and I just want to stay on top of it and to let you guys know it will be covered on this channel in the future as more of those develop. So let's get into the Q drop, Sally, because we have a lot to cover as far as Q and the things that are associated with these drops today. So let me just scroll down here because I lost my spot. All right, hold on. Yes, we got that. The very first one here. Michael, General, uh, Michael Flynn, the People's General. Now, this came out, this was the first drop as of yesterday. All it says is a very simple drop. That's why I'm titled, that's why I titled this episode, The People's General, soon. And then you see the three stars, which you know Michael Flynn is a three-star general, pointing out that he is going to be the People's General very soon. And that indicates to me that he's going to be reincorporated back into the Trump team, and he's going to be an extremely valuable asset going forward. Now, here we go. 4507. We're going to be getting into these notes here from Peter Strzok. Peter Strzok notes from January 4, 2017, show Obama slash Biden schemed against Flynn. And this is a techno fog here was tweeted. They never thought she would lose. Careless. And you're going to see why in just a moment. Here are the notes. And techno fog says discussion among Obama, Comey, Yates, Biden and Susan Rice. Biden is talking about the Logan Act in regards to General Flynn. Obama says, have the right people on Flynn's case. Comey says that Flynn Kislyak calls appear legit. Now, there, just those four sentences there, and these notes are coming from this right here, which we're going to dissect in just a moment. But just right here where you say Comey says the Flynn Kislyak calls appear legit, this is exactly where this entire narrative started, where they were trying to paint General Flynn coercing with Russia to help out Trump and help him get it to get elected and all this collusion and all this other crap that they drummed up that we know is complete lies now. And then you have Comey, the notes written by Strzok saying the calls appear legit. And remember, General Flynn was part of his transition team. He was the ambassador. He was a foreign ambassador. So what he was actually doing was his job talking to Kislyak. He, they were actually cooling tensions between what Obama had left over and the incoming Trump presidency, they were trying to cool these tensions that were building up from the previous administration, and that's all they were doing, and we've covered this on this channel, but hearing more notes like this are even more damning, and it's only going to get worse. So I found this excellent thread here from Comrade Fudge, and he breaks down these notes, and I just want to show it to you guys so you can kind of get the the full context of what we're dealing with here. Now, if you want me to try to read you guys these, these this is Peter Strzok. His notes, he's got chicken scratch, and it's very hard to read. So I found this thread to help us out so we can all look at this together. So it starts out, note, this is my best attempt. Do not take this as official in any way. JFC is handwriting, is god-awful, and it is. So let's take a look here. VP that we see here, VP, you can kind of see it. That is Joe Biden. 
and P is for president, which would have been Obama. And again, VP is, uh, is Biden. So we have continuing on. These are unusual times. This is Obama speaking. Obama was officially involved in it. It gets worse. Uh, Biden says, I've been on Intel committee for 10 years and I never officially Biden. He was never Intel committee. Closest was, was foreign affairs. President says, make sure you look at things and have the right people on it. Who would he be referring to? And Obama was directing this entire thing per Strzok's notes. President says, is there anything I shouldn't be telling the transition team? Talking about Trump's transition team. So you have a question here being asked right now. Should there be things we should be hiding from Trump's transition team? And right here it says Obama was involved in hiding things from Trump's transition team. It does not get any more obvious than this. So now we have Director D, which we believe is Comey. Comey, perhaps, says, Flynn kissed that calls appeared to be appeared to be legit. Did they have transcripts of the calls they were looking at when they were planning this? Holy effing shit snacks. No idea who Apples is. And you can see here, I'll scroll back up. Apples is down here. Not sure who that is. I believe they're still trying to figure that out on the boards right now. But this is what they're talking about. I did a faithful transcribing of the note as much as I could because much of Strzok's handwriting is awful. Biden appears to have been going senile as of January 2017. He was never on Intel and brought up the Logan Act. So it looks like his mind was already diminishing back in 2017. And as we continue the thread here, Obama as president is giving explicit orders regarding the Flynn case and planning to hide the matter from the transition team entirely, which may in fact be why Pence was blindsided. When reporters were asking him about the Flynn-Kisliak calls, Obama hid it from the transition team. And now we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, with Strzok's notes, that this is exactly what happened. Think about it. The transition team is coming in, making in a multitude of calls to foreign counterparts. And what should happen is the State Department resources used to track and record those calls are made available to the wider transition team and incoming department heads. In fact, I know for a fact that standard operated procedure for every such contact to be recorded and preserved. I know this because of Vile Rat, an Eve, an Eve online player who was also a state employee who uses knowledge and experience to set up the literal State Department. It was revolutionary for the game in which an alliances and coalitions of tens of thousands of players are jockeying for position and engaging in constant diplomacy and aggression. Every voice chat was recorded and archived, every text chat copied and saved. This is how the real life U.S. State Department operates too. Flynn knew this. Everyone with any experience with the State Department knew this. It was also known that these resources are shared with the transition team of an incoming administration as a matter of course. And the thread continues, and it just gets worse and worse. So you guys get the point. You guys get the point. And these notes were just declassified yesterday. Um, Catherine Heritage from CBS was covering this. And now we're looking at it again just to take a look, guys. This is why I played that Joe Biden video with the photo. Uh, I can't remember the band name. They're so terrible. But either way. This is why it's so important. This is the notes in this video here that I played where, let me see here. You can see it right here. This is what we're looking at. And now we know behind a shadow of a doubt of what happened. And the reason why these were written down, because this is how confident they thought Hillary was going to win. These people are so stupid to write these notes down and look at what happened. The boomerang happened. Now we have them. Now they're out for public consumption and there's no way they are going to get up from this. There is zero chance they get away from this. So let's see what happens. Let's continue with the Q drops and see what else they have here. 4508, Obama trees and charges. And we have a picture here of Obama with the U.S. Code of Seditious Conspiracy and Treason. Q writes, add Biden. Memes are important. 
And we're going to see a picture of Biden being added in just a moment. 4509. Welcome to the digital battlefield. Together we win. And I want you guys to pay super super important attention to this drop. Q writes, you have been selected to help serve your country. Never retreat from the battlefield, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Use other platforms as a form of centralized command and control. Organize and connect, bridge through linking, source memes, material from Battlefield and or Garage. Highlight and share, take a drop. Mission one, dispute. Reject propaganda, push through posting of research and facts. And that is what we're doing every day on this channel. We are countering narratives. Mission two, support role of other digital soldiers. One falls and other stands. When people, you see accounts deleted, ladies and gentlemen, and you see them come back and we confirm it's them, share the hell out of it and pick them up and get them back. We can always make new accounts if they are deleted. And that's exactly what we do. Make up back accounts, have backup um, platforms like Parler. That is why Parler is up on the main screen today. Get your backup accounts ready because if they are taken down, you need to have a backup to keep pushing the fight. Mission three, guide, awaken others through use of facts, D-class 1-99 material and other relevant facts and memes. Decouple MSNDC control of info stream, ask counter questions to initiate thought, verse repeat, echo of MSNDC propaganda. Mission four, Learn use of camouflage digitally, primary account suspended, terminated use of secondary. Mission five, identify strengths slash weaknesses, personal and designated targets, Twitter and Facebook. Other example, memes failure to read through use of algo, Thinktron, MCP master control program, dependence on person-to-person capture, slow response time on identified users, game theory, information warfare. Welcome to the digital battlefield. Together we win. So this is just a recap of what Q is asking us to do as digital soldiers at this moment right now. Get your backup accounts ready. Get everything together. Get organized on other platforms and attack on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which are now the main battlefield. And we are going to collectively win this battle as long as we work together and pick each other up. And that's what we need to do right now. 4510. Digital soldiers, take the oath and serve your country. This is the oath I was talking about in the title. Anonymous Anon wrote, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear truth, true faith and allegiance to the name, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter. So help me God. Take the oath mission forward and that is what we were seeing with videos of patriots taking videos which we're going to see in just a moment take the oath ladies and gentlemen this is why i quit my job to be part of this movement to do whatever i possibly can to put to make sure that our president is reelected in november and whatever happens after that it is what it is 4511 a military and civilian alliance to defeat the fake news media empire this has never been attempted. Use of general public to counter the narrative propaganda pushed by controlled media. Analysis start to now indicate situational awareness. Decoupling of MSNDC control of information channels 1-99 of general public expanding at massive pace. Attacks indicate can be defined as loss of generalized information control. Need to expand ammunition. Muster network to defend and coordinate attacks to counter military civilian Alliance, And this is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. We know Q is a military operation, and now we are doing joint attacks with us, the civilians, and we are now aligning and having a collective voice to take down the mainstream media. And that is exactly what's going on now. And what we are doing is unprecedented. And this is why it's so exciting because it's never been attempted. And this is never, there's never been a time in our, in our history as humans that I know of that what we're attempting is happening right now. So get excited because the war is just getting started. 4512, 
Obama and Biden treason charges, and there it is. Someone actually made the meme, and they just put his whole entire name there with the same exact uh, codes that Obama had for treason, treason and seditious conspiracy. Wonderful. 4513, DNI John Ratcliffe and NSA head, General Paul Nakasone working together. This is just a tweet here of them showing that there is unity. They are, they are a single voice now. DNI Ratcliffe now, which is one of Trump's best guys, and now Cybercom Director NSA Nakasone having a joint voice and showing unity here, which is awesome because he runs CyberOps, and I'm sure he is fully aware of Q-Team, which is great to see. 4514, QAnon presence on social media is huge. Handle it care. Worth remembering, February 2019, links a Guardian article. The scale this generates is disproportionately enough to distort public perception. In 2018, ISD identified close to 30 million uses of the word QAnon across Twitter, YouTube, and forums such as Reddit and 4chan. And this, listen to what Q says here, guys. This is super important. Numbers today dwarf past estimates handle with care this is 2018 ladies and gentlemen 30 million uses of the word QAnon and Q is writing the numbers now are completely dwarf what it is today that tells me we are a strong front and anywhere on this earth and this is a worldwide movement and this election is everything Q says handle with care 4515 uh looks like there was just a typo here and that in the previous drop, so Q was just uh, looks like Q was just fixing that error. No big deal. Forty-five sixteen. Google's threat analysis group tweets about QAnon. Interesting. This was prioritized. Routed. Google threat analysis group entry log. Deep dreaming. Young dragonfly. And I dropped a great great tweet here underneath. That's why it's still there. Shane Huntley. This is his tweet. Waiting outside a and I'm assuming he works for Silicon. Someone in Silicon Valley. Waiting outside a lunch place in Silicon Valley today, over here a middle-aged woman calming, uh, calmly explaining QAnon to her friend and how it's all part of some grand plan by Trump to rebuild the U.S. government, drawing to run across this in the real world here. And Q pointed out, and he got completely ratioed, and he got slammed with memes and all that good stuff. And I wrote, you just ousted yourself. We are everywhere, by the way, Q sent us. It was just great. And I'm sure he was surprised to see his tweet actually blow up like that. 4517, Digital Soto takes oath. And this is, Q writes, we're in this together. Unity, not division. Where we go one, we go all. And again, this is a video here of a patriot taking the oath. And it says, can we make it trend patriots? And that's exactly what we did. And it's her reading that oath, which I just showed you guys before. Excellent stuff. And we even got a deaf digital soldier taking the oath. And this was the exact picture of his sign language. And Q uh, tagged him and wrote, where we go one, we go all. And let's just take a look at that because this one was really cool. And you could see it. He's doing his sign language, taking the oath as well. And Q linked it. And it's just so fantastic to see the unity of all people, no matter what race, color. If you're disabled, it does not matter. We are all in this together. And as we keep scrolling up, 4519, Digital Soldier takes the oath. Another one here. Same thing, taking the oath, letting us know we are all in this together. And take the oath. I think it was trending and still trending right now, which is absolutely fantastic. 4520, LinkedIn new Q drop. This is talking about difficult truths. Q's right. And on the meme that's tagged here, this is from Rogan O'Hanley. 45 out of 50 governors did not force COVID infectious patients into nursing homes, but five did. Cuomo, Wolf, 
Whitmere, Murphy, and Newsom. Nearly half of all COVID nursing home deaths were in these states. That's not an accident. That's systematic murder. And we're still out on the, we're, the, the jury's still out as to exactly why Cuomo, especially here out in New York, that piece of shit that killed all those elderly people when they did not need to die. In 4521, the last drop to cover today, talking about to amend the title. Oh, no, this is totally different. Excuse me. This is in regards to Adam Schiff. Bringing up H.R. 7297 to amend Title 18 United States Code to prohibit the use of armed force under the jurisdiction of Secretary of Military Department as a posse comitatus or otherwise to execute the laws and for other purposes. And this is talking about, I believe... This is the Posse Comitatus Act, 18 U.S. Code, Section 1385, an original intent of which was to end the use of federal troops to police state elections in former Confederate states, prescribes the role of the Army and Air Force in executing civil laws in states. Key exceptions to the Posse Comitatus Act, pursuant to the presidential power to quell domestic violence, federal troops are expressly exempt from the prohibit. Oh my gosh, prohibitions. A Posse Comitatus Act, and this exemption applies equally to active duty military and federalized National Guard troops. What is Adam Schiff trying to prevent? Everything you are witnessing, past and present future, essentially revolves around the presidential election of 2020, when, by any means necessary, self-preservation. So anything with Schiff coming out right now, he is trying to delay the inevitable, and he is part of this whole entire scam that is going on. Troops may be, may be deployed to cover polls to watch polls and make sure there is no cheating going on and this is what this is talking about and q is saying it's worth tracking so there is so much we covered today and i try to pack it in under 50 minutes did not happen today but it's it is what it is you guys are completely updated on what as of 4:18 eastern standard time on everything that i have on q today and all the news that i could find between yesterday and today so i hope you enjoyed the show i always love doing this check out my always go to subscribe to my youtube channel let me just pull it up here. And as we close out the show, go subscribe here. We're at 74.5. We're probably almost at 75,000 subscribers. 25,000 more to go, Patriots, and we'll be at 100,000, which we're probably going to achieve hopefully within the next month or two. Go check out the Patreon for all my diehard fans. Sign up for all the exclusive content that I offer on that platform. My bit shoot, my backup, uh, my backup channel, and of course, my wokesocieties.com webpage where you can go here, click my store, and buy some merch. Has some cool Q stuff some great mugs we have apparel all that stuff this is all going to the channel this is my full-time gig now so everything you guys do goes directly to this channel and to my family and you're supporting independent media which i am now a part of and absolutely love doing this is not a this is not a job for me this is a passion so thank you guys all for joining tonight enjoy the show have some fun today would say thursday it's almost the weekend so enjoy the show stay safe stay warm and as i always like to say Stay woke. Have a good night.